2: Love the song. Tom Bernard with. Lane Christensen.
3: Rob Olson. Chris Lopez.
0: Co host Catherine
1: Brandt.
3: Andy <laughs> Brandt Bernard.
1: Cassie Schrader.
3: We got the full house, but there's a
2: lot of great things happening today. We'll kick it off with Rob Olson. And Mr. Lopez, where's your magician's outfit? Where- <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it appears later on. It'll magically
4: appear. I like
2: that.
5: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I like that. We'll be right back. Kick things off, Don Bernard's show.
4: Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt. then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's
2: been good. And how do they contact you?
4: And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant.
2: Walls Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. You're doing it to me.
1: Well, Aretha we to honor the queen of soul today.
2: The queen of everything. She had the greatest voice of any living human man or woman.
1: Yeah, now God rest her soul. God
2: rest her soul. She what? died at uh, 8.50 a.m.
6: No kidding. Yeah,
2: yeah, she died a couple hours ago.
6: Oh, my gosh. Wow. I
2: loved her. I never got a chance to meet her. never even got a chance to interview her or talk to her at all. But uh, she is my favorite singer of all time. And I found out this morning at 8.50 Central Time, she passed away, Hmm. which is upsetting to me because the emotion, the feeling, just... the passion she had when she sang was just unbelievable. You know, She was a lifetime Detroit resident and didn't uh, sing for Motown. How ironic is that? Yeah, I know. It is pretty weird. Uh, kind of ironic part two, she died today. The Queen of Soul died today. Who else died today about 40 years ago? Sam uh, Cooke? Elvis? Elvis Presley. King oh. Elvis. The King of Rock and Roll <laughs> and the Queen of Soul. Wow. How cool Mm. is that? The king of rock and roll and the queen of soul died on the same day, August
3: 16th. That's weird. We don't know for sure, but she may have done that on purpose.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I don't think so. She looked pretty rough for the past (laughs) few months, man. Uh, I will tell you this, though. The other part of that that I loved was brought up by Mike from Kenyon. Uh, Elvis Kenyon?
6: Kenyon, Minnesota. Yeah. Kenya, I didn't even know that was a place. Where yeah, it is, is it? Absolutely.
7: It's like Kenya,
2: but with an "n."
6: Yeah, I was going to say yeah,
2: all, the, all the Kenyans live there. South, it's very nice people. Yeah. But in any case, Elvis Presley died in Memphis, and Aretha Franklin was born in Memphis. Oh, no. so they're they're tied together all kinds oh, of weird ways. Huge synchronicity. <laughs> this is kind mm-hmm. of a Lincoln mm-hmm. Kennedy, Kennedy. A deal. Kind of a Lincoln Kennedy deal. That's right. Yeah, huh? Lincoln, Lincoln's secretary was Kennedy, and Kennedy's secretary was Lincoln.
1: I heard that was false.
2: Yeah, I think it probably is. I think Urban that's all myth. made up.
1: Well, according to Snopes, I don't know how... The uh,
2: only thing that I could find that John F. Kennedy and Lincoln had in common was they both shtook Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's not what it is. Maybe it might have been something else. I'm not Let's
6: sure. Know. Let's see here. <laughs> Andy's looking it up. Google. Yeah. That's Google. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah,
1: there was just a news story that there was some long-lost... Footage of a nude scene with Marilyn Monroe in a movie, yeah, Yeah. and they thought it was destroyed, but it wasn't.
2: Doesn't look anything like her, though. I
6: heard. You heard? You heard (laughs) Right. I don't. You know, my my lovely wife is down there, and I just. There's uh, all sorts of weird things. They both had four children and a son that died during presidency. Um, both of them had a companion who was wounded by the assassin. Uh, Both of them were elected in 60 You know, there's tons of these Yeah, there are are a lot Oh, 1860 and 1960, that's Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Each president died in a place with the initials PH, Peterson House in Parkland Hospital Hmm. See, what do you think?
2: Chris, did you grow up Catholic? Yeah The only reason I ask you that is I did too when JFK was, ele- long before you were born, when JFK was elected president, my Roman Catholic mother went crazy. The president's a Catholic. It's the greatest thing that ever happened. It's like, man, Mom, calm down. On the wall, I've told this story a million times, but I love the story. My mother, I mean, she was as Roman Catholic as they get. She just loved being a Catholic. So up on her wall, everywhere we ever lived, and I lived in 43 different houses before I finally moved away from the family. 43 different wow. houses. And each one in the living room was a picture of the current pope, uh, Jesus, and JFK. And <laughs> Dean Martin. <laughs> Dean Martin.
4: Dean <laughs> <Exactly>. Martin. Okay. That...
2: <laughs> which one of these
7: doesn't
0: fit?
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> They're all. Well, I don't, uh, Jesus wasn't a Catholic, though. He was a Jew, Mom. Why is a Jew up there with the three other Catholics? Why well, did you have Gene to
0: torture Martin? the poor woman? <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, Dean Jew leave her alone. Nah, not that I know of. Oh. He, he was pretty. He, he grew up in Steubenville, Ohio, which is the home of the Mafia in Ohio, so. I'm thinking he was a, probably, not. probably Italian <laughs> or Sicilian, yeah. one of the two. The old Steubenville. One very quick story I want to tell Chris as well. We were just talking about, you know, I asked him off the air if Chris was short for Christian. He said, no, it's Christopher. I said, thank God. Honestly, got a Spanish guy with the name Christian. That's a lot of pressure. It's a ton of pressure. But I was telling about the Garcia family, and a really cool thing happened a couple of years ago at the State Fair. We were doing a meet and greet out at the State Fair two years ago. We're standing there, and this this guy comes up to me and he goes, "Do you remember me?" I said, "No, sure. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't remember you." It's been a while since I've seen you. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's been sixty-three or 53 years since I've seen you. i like, wow. what? Wow. It was Joe Garcia, a kid that I played with every day when I lived on Bryant and, uh, and Plymouth. Mm. Wow. Joey Garcia. I hadn't seen him in 51 years. And he recognized you. He did, yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Mm. Nicest guy in the history of the world. I remember Joey Garcia, God, everybody loved that guy. So, so I mean, did he move away? I mean, yeah. yeah. What happened? Well, no, you, you moved. 40 or 30 we need to know. 43 houses. Yeah, 43 houses. <laughs> I moved. <laughs> <He> we, moved.
6: <laughs> we moved. Is Tom No, there. he's gone already. We were pretty yeah.
0: much in the same neighborhood, though. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Yeah. You wouldn't like, lose There was a lower friend. north side yeah. and upper north side. Every, was a, every time the taxes were due, you had to move. Huh? Uh, the rent. <laughs> the rent. That <laughs> <laughs> was actually the rent. That's what we history. call the secret move. <laughs> <laughs> we,
4: we did a lot of secret move. The middle moving. of the night.
2: Matter of fact, my brother-in-law, Pat O'Brien, who, by the way, was half Puerto Rican, which I just love, a guy <laughs> named Patrick O'Brien's half Puerto Rican, <laughs> but his mother, Dayadina, was she was a walking saint, raising, I, I believe, what, they have eight children. <sighs> All, all the women Cassie's in the family. like,
0: only eight? All yeah, the girls okay. in the family were really
2: pretty, too. And that, that had to be quite a burden because all the O'Brien women were, were beautiful. And so the brothers, well, Michael O'Brien ended up being a, uh, being a Hennepin County deputy sheriff. So that was pretty. He was ombudsman at the jail for a while. But, yeah, those are great memories. I love all that stuff. What is an ombudsman? What is it community relations or it's something? It's basically the turnkey at the jail. What? And ombudsman? There are ombudsmen at newspapers, but they don't call them that anymore. Lou Gelfan was the ombudsman yeah. at the Star Tribune,
7: and so I think the city of Minneapolis had one too. Yep,
2: they, they do. I think. I just think.
7: So what are they? Their... What do they do? What does that word mean? I, I've heard it. What's the actual? It's an defi- official
6: appointed to investigate complaints against the administration. Uh, okay. Oh. So they're like they're but internal they're affairs, basically. <laughs>
2: so basically, they send them to a very large. Uh, half Irish, half Puerto Rican kid. Because Mike Mike was a big muscular guy. I don't think he wanted to argue with them too much. But yeah, they are
6: appointed, which is kind of weird. Yeah. So
0: if you're appointed by the administration, I wonder whose side yeah. you're gonna
3: be
6: Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the administration. Just uh, just the administration should not appoint the the person in charge mm, of no. making sure they're not corrupt. <laughs> yeah. I think
2: it's wonderful. So basically, we've got them all. Uh, we have a Christensen. We have an Olson, which is automatically yeah. Lutheran. I mean, it's just a given. Pretty much. And then we have a Roman Catholic. We got this whole thing covered.
3: Got it yeah, covered. Yeah. We got all the all covered.
2: We'd mentioned Jesus. Where's Jesus? Oh, here's Jesus right here. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> there you go. There's a Jew in the room, so Bump. that's good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. We got it all covered, <laughs> man. So just that somebody, cool, if that was the Jack in the Box, a listener pops out. <laughs> a listener sent. I
2: think it. Uh, at first, it did pop up. Did it pop up? It, uh, yeah, you yeah, 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 it down. Whoops! I just dropped. He has risen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would rise. He, it would lock down and then all of a sudden go boing, boing like that. So he would. He is risen. But I can always tell I whatever. certainly
0: hope you're not Annoying any faithful Our, of hey, our Lord and Savior oh. As Richard
4: Pryor once
7: said We
4: have humor Yeah, as Richard Pryor once <laughs> you know. said Yeah,
2: boy, I know Jesus <laughs> <laughs> So if Richard can know him I can know him Yeah but I can always tell when people think I'm a little too upset or a little too cranky because Jesus ends up looking right at me for the rest <laughs> of the show, <laughs> he even judges. though I'm not all that. I'm not a very religious guy, but, I, look, I'm not smart enough to know if there is or is not a God. How did, How is anybody that smart? Yeah. Right? So try to behave. You know what I mean? Just Do be the best good. you can. Be, be, be good. good. That's Just it. be good. That's it. Yeah.
4: Was be it magical good. that you're good? Uh, I, am I good? I just, t-
2: <laughs> I just tied those <laughs> two together just to test you out. He's magically delicious. Um,
6: whoa. Oh, wow. really? uh, boy, look whoa. at the
2: time. <laughs> 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 we love to stay in Check my hey, emails hey, These three men are here for a very important day, as a matter of fact. I, I just, Rob, I hate to admit it right to your face, but I love talking to you. You're what? a great inspiration <laughs> to you. people because your family is the ultimate to you which i i just absolutely love that that you and your wife are fantastic parents and i think your kids would agree with that would they not
3: well, well. i hope so probably not but you know i mean trash day if they don't like me
2: <laughs> I, I i told rob uh, i guess a couple of years ago for the first time but i mentioned again rob was just on the kq morning show and i mentioned to him that there were a couple of kids with cystic fibrosis in my neighborhood but back in those days, they died by the time they were, I think, 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. But thats is that the way it was back in the 50s?
3: Yeah, I mean, even less. They weren't even expected to go to grade school. Oh, that's right.
2: They weren't expected to start school. You told yeah, me that. Yeah, so
3: if they, you know, if they made it to 9 and 10 years old, that was you know, probably not an aggressive form of it. I mean, yeah? the, there was one guy that I met about two years ago who was actually diagnosed in his 50s. Really? Which is very odd. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. Yeah, they have different... Uh, levels of aggressiveness of the disease. Oh, so, so he
6: always had it, but it was just so passive. Yeah, it's genetic. Passive, habit.
3: Interesting. Yep. Yeah, so, and you can have different uh, problems with it. Like, well, most people have problems with their lungs. Yeah. But some just, you know, digestive or, you know, any other Any epithelial things. cells, basically. Yeah, anything that excretes, any yeah. glands, skin.
2: Uh, yeah. Fun. Didn't you tell a story about a guy who was having eye problems and and he had yeah you know, he had some other problems. He was checked out by doctors. No, no, there's nothing. And I think it was you. Maybe it was somebody else. Uh, he went to an eye doctor. The doctor said, "Have you ever been checked for cystic fibrosis?"
3: Yeah. So that that was my son. It was ten months you, old. Oh, it was actually oh, your son. Yeah, he I went blind. That, story, yeah. that is an yeah. amazing story. <laughs> and he was laying there. Um, they asked your
6: 10-month-old son if he was ever checked for cystic fibrosis.
2: And he yeah. said, oh, yeah, well, I actually. asked Rob. I <laughs> been going to hey, doctors. his kids are smart. They started talking when they were 9 months old. No? Yeah.
3: So he actually was uh, sick his whole, you know, infancy. And we didn't know what was wrong with him. The doctors didn't know. And so he, they didn't know. They hadn't tested him. And, and uh, one day we noticed that he wasn't looking at us. He wasn't looking in our eyes anymore. So we took him to the doctor, eye doctor, and... Uh, he was laying on the table for 20 minutes, and the doctor says this kid's been crying for 20 minutes, and there are no tears. Oh. So, and vitamin K creates tears. Okay. Vitamin K deficiency is one of the problems with cystic fibrosis because mm-hmm. of the digestive issues. Mm-hmm. So they, that's how they uh, had us test him. Suggest that we had him tested, and sure enough, so they put him in the hospital and. You know, I mean, he was dying. He was gray. His skin was gray. His hair was thin and falling out. I mean, it was just, you know, we, we didn't know what was wrong with this kid. And we just said, we're not leaving here until you figure it out. So then they um, they finally diagnosed him with cystic fibrosis and started treatments on him and medication and just sprung back to life. Honestly, it was, it was within just a few days. He got his color back. He was active again, you know, and. Yeah, so, because he was starving. I mean, his, you know, the digestive problems that they have with it, the pancreas doesn't work like it should, so it doesn't absorb fats and proteins like like it should. So he'd have all kinds of abdominal problems. And we used to call him, before we knew, we, we called him... Um, uh, Sir stinks a lot because his <laughs> <laughs> his poop would smell like the dumpster of a bad restaurant in the back. Oh, <laughs> It was just wouldn't, nothing would not nothing but digest, so it would rot in oh. his yeah. gut. Yeah. You know? he was yeah. crying and screaming and we didn't know what was wrong with him and and as soon as we started the treatments and given the medication, there's just things just came back to normal. It saved yeah. his life. It really did. That's so, amazing. Yeah, That's we great. Yeah. at nine months old. Yeah. Well ten months, but ten months, close yeah. enough.
0: I think we talked about this last time you were here. Now they screen for this early? Yes.
3: yes they do. So I mean we were he was born in Nevada and I guess I haven't checked Nevada to see if they screen for CF but I'm but they do it now in Minnesota, which they didn't at the time. And my wife was pregnant with our second son, um, when our first one was diagnosed. So he was uh, diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. They started treatments on him right away I mean we're you pound on their chest so you've got this little tiny baby Um, Yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah. Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm. on his to on the lungs to loosen up the mucus Mm -hmm. yep so that's part of the treatments and yeah he's never had any problems so uh, I've never been to the hospital he goes to the doctors and gets his lungs checked twice three times a year and Uh, does his treatments every day
2: Greatest part of the story is how old are they now?
3: Seventeen and eighteen, 18 years old. Yeah, so they should
2: oh. not have lived that long, probably, uh, probably without, well, being undiagnosed. Oh, yeah, yeah if it, my they,
3: oldest—they lived
0: twenty years before.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my oldest would not have made it if no. they didn't diagnose him. He would not have made it. There's Isn't no it way. a wonderful thing.
2: Why, why? Do you ever think why did this happen to me? Both the, the unfortunate thing with my son, but the greatness that came of it. You got so lucky that that eye doctor said you need to do this. Oh how yeah! Lucky, how wonderful is that?
3: That was, yeah, that was divine intervention, I believe. Yeah, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I
2: understand. Well, you might got to get Jesus looking at you. Yeah. There <laughs> we go. You're right at Rob. So. At and kind of, kind of at Chris, too, but no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you, Christensen.
2: <laughs> Christensen, you got Chris and Christensen. You got
3: I'm surrounded by him.
2: Now, your oldest son is blind
3: he is blind he never yeah. did regain his, his sight no he had optic nerve damage yeah mm-hmm. so that's permanent and they're working on you know ways to to fix that which is but it's so deep in the brain that they you know it's tough yeah so
7: i got a pat rob on the back one of the things you do every year that i'm always so impressed with is you take aj to a, like a trip do a destination trip and Tell me about the last. Yeah, so the story
3: is that when whenever we go as a family on a vacation, you know, there's a lot of walking and looking and sightseeing, you know, which to him it's just a big, long, boring, noisy walk.
1: (laughs) 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 He hates family vacations;
3: (laughs) just hates them. And so, once a year, um, for the past probably six, seven years, I've taken him on a cruise or somewhere where he gets to choose. Everything we do, all experiential type things, you know, zip lining, horseback riding. Oh, yeah. And
7: uh, riding on the back with a young lady on a jet ski.
3: Yeah, so. <laughs> so. Wait, what,
2: what, can I take a two minute break?
3: We'll yes. be right back, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we're
2: going to talk about Float for the Cure. We're going to hear the rest of this story. Are you going to do any magic for me? I love magic. I will do some magic, yes. You're a Yay. good man. Yes. Yeah, she's oh, <laughs> <Two laughs> <children laughs> excited. To be the table. <laughs> we'll be right back, Tom you. <laughs> <Bernardino. laughs> Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck.
7: Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, a way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash. Without having to write a check, the app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account, literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure,
2: and easy to use. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience? Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now wait a minute. You better cut (laughs) out that Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 to Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Aww. Aretha, I love
1: Aretha.
2: Mm-hmm. Damn it! I, I seriously, it does upset me that. In a way, it upsets me. In another way, I'm glad because I never met Aretha and I never even got a chance to talk to her. But maybe she stays even that more special in my mind because of that,
3: because I never true. saw
2: the human being part of just the big star. Yeah. You know? I, but I heard she was a terrific person, really, really nice person. But i wanted to get to know her because she was worth 101 million dollars i thought you know maybe I could get <laughs> Apparently she
0: was super generous she donated she varied, a lot of money yeah.
2: yep mm-hmm.
1: well i just liked her because she she could do you know gospel <clears throat> she could do rock and roll Yep. she could do r&b i mean she, you know she had such a i mean she fit in every category because i mean she would perform with anybody yeah and she did opera Cause she did.
2: She did um, Dorma Yeah. In, in Pavarotti's place, he couldn't make it, so she stepped in and sang the entire song in Italian. And that's
1: big shoes to fill. I uh, mean,
2: yeah, you, I would guess so. Yeah, kind big <laughs> <actually that song. laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: so. Unbelievable the way she handles that. I was talking about it this morning. Uh, the way she goes, I never loved a man the way that I love you. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. You're like, can you,
4: whoa. Can you do that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I
2: feel Okay, we're talking about you You had brought up a subject. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, before the break.
2: So you went on experiential vacation. Oh, the tour and the, yeah, the jet ski. Got,
3: yeah, so um, out in the ocean, we, re- we rented this jet ski in Mexico. You can only do it there. He's blind. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's on the front, and I'm like, we're gonna, you're going to drive. So he can't see it. I mean, it's not, not completely are black. The, are you near Baja, California at the time? Uh, no, we were down in, like, uh, in the Bahamas is where oh, we were at that's this time. That's not all bad, is yeah. it? Uh, yeah. So we, um, I put him on the front. I I showed him how to steer and where the the gas was. And and then, you know, so he's not cranking it too hard and flipping right. us. Once he good. got used to it, he just took off like a bat out of it. You know, he he had a good time. We were mm-hmm. on we rode that thing for an hour.
0: You can say H E double toothpicks.
3: And
1: then
3: it's a song. So and then we're um we, we get to the shore <laughs> Man, and, and, and I we see these two hotties sitting there on the uh, on the side and I'm like, Hey it's my son's sixteen uh sixteen year um Birthday? spring break no. <laughs> and you wanna help us make it a little memorable for him? And they're like, What? I said, hop on the jet ski with them and get some photos and stuff. So he, they got on there and they're hugging on him and they're, you know, in their bikinis and <laughs> uh, big smile. Yeah. I'm glad you said
7: smile. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> so he's got that on his Facebook as his profile. photo. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Wow. Absolutely. Why yeah.
4: wouldn't you? He's touching, I'm blind, braille.
3: <laughs> it's oh, the, the letter C. Um, yeah. oh, there <laughs> so we men. go. There we go. Let us there talk we about the Float
2: for the Cure, yes. I, I just how long? How many years now? This for the float. This is our fifth year. For fifth year. Okay. Yep. Uh, I just think it's a great idea. You, got, you get all these people together. You have some of my favorite favorite people performing. There's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, Gb
3: Layton. There, I he's, love him. Yeah, he's. The, I think this is our fourth or fifth time we've had him at oh, wow. our events. He's just great. a great guy. Yep. Super fun,
2: indeed. So tell us all about Float for the Cure.
3: So Float for the Cure, we have. <clears throat> excuse me, we're on the Avalon Riverboat, which is the largest riverboat in the Midwest. It has a capacity of 650, but we're capping it at 400. That's good. Yeah, um, yeah because we, have, we want people to relax and have fun and not be crowded. And Plus, we have all kinds of games and silent auctions, so that takes up part of one deck. We have um, a live band, of course, uh, taking part of it, too. So we, you know, we don't want it to, to be too crowded. Um, we have um, prime rib and chicken dinner. Uh, buffet dinner, I should say. So it's kind of an all-you-can-eat situation, Lane. You'll enjoy that. Oh well. Wow. <laughs>
1: what a reputation! Here's a shot, shot. <laughs> My My shot. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I and again. then uh,
2: uh,
3: and then we have, um, uh, like I say, lots of games. We have raffles and and things like that. 50, so 50. for fifty dollars, hmm. you know, really? for all of that, I that and a boat ride, sunset cruise on the St. Croix, and it's going to be beautiful weather. So oh, we're man. We're very excited about it. We only have about fifty or sixty tickets left. Wow. Okay. So Wonderful. this last year I think we we um, were short by a hundred. So we're ahead. So I'm Wonderful. excited. That's yeah, great. we last year we donated to the foundation after all the costs thirty five thousand. Wow. That's wow. great. So, and for a you know, a small event like like mm-hmm. this compared to some of the bigger things that they put on, sure. it's a, you know, it's a good deal. And oh, we what? flew in the special and, and talent. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, you're there. <laughs> he just appeared. So we have Chris Lopez magic too, which I'm really excited about because we saw him at Lane's house and and uh, I was impressed. Now I can usually figure these things out. I I usually can. I'm watching TV. I watch all those magic shows and I'm like, oh, that's cheesy. So, but. Chris, he's impressive. He really is. So that's why we flew him out here, and, okay. and uh, he's going to do some walking magic for us.
0: That's what he puts on his card, not yeah. cheesy. Not cheesy. Not, <laughs> not
3: cheesy, Chris not, not cheesy. No,
4: no, no cheesy magic.
3: <laughs> no cheesy magic. So, no. yeah, and it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. I really am. And when is it? It's going to be great. It's tomorrow night. Tomorrow um, night. Yep, oh. check in at the boat. It's 530 to 630. Don't be late, or you'll be standing on the dock. And when it, where is it? It's in uh, Stillwater, downtown Stillwater. Great. Just as you come down the the uh, highway from Highway 36, it's the first thing you see on the right hand side. It's the biggest boat right there.
0: They won't jet ski people out to the boat.
3: Nope. You're no. You <laughs> missed the boat. Not Miami Vice up. Right.
2: No, it's a great thing, and I, you know, I, I, you look at it that way. That you know, uh, let's say you do believe in God. Uh, I do believe in a lot of cases like that, that that you and your wife were strong enough to handle it. So that's a great thing for your kids. It's a great thing for you. It gives you great purpose in life, I
3: would think. You know, it really (laughs) It's funny you say that, because it does. It um, it kind of uh, magnified the idea that, hey, I need to do something for this cause. And I can't Mm -hmm. go. I said this the other day, I can't go to the laboratory and help them figure it out so and i'm a promoter and i love music and we put those two together and we've come up with these different events throughout the years and combine those things excuse me to throw money at the scientists and that's what we i'm compelled to do
2: didn't you tell me there is an actual figure where they could wipe out cystic fibrosis
3: yeah that's the first time i've ever heard it with any of the diseases it's like they said nine billion dollars and we will have a cure
2: you get one from oprah you can yeah. get like three from nine. Donald Trump.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One from the government. the government. How about the government? <laughs>
2: How about get the whole nine million from Jeff Bezos? Yeah. He won't even miss it. <laughs> yeah, really. <That's, laughs> wow.
6: 9
3: billion. <laughs> 9,
6: nine billion. Nine billion, not $9 dollars they can yeah, work he, it out. He could single handedly cure CF today, but.
0: Yeah, like maybe yeah, he's, ten diseases. Wow. He's he can not going to be
6: doing that because yeah, he's a bad person. Well, he's only worth one hundred and sixty billion dollars. I mean, that all he wouldn't even miss That's it. Oh, yeah. No, he, would
2: not he even wouldn't even it.
3: care because yeah. he'd make
2: it back in the next month anyway.
6: Yeah. yeah,
3: why not?
2: Do you want me to go see him?
3: Would you? I don't hey, think Jeff, you can you know get What you gonna him. do?
2: Make, it, <laughs> make, make, an make, make,
7: make an offer. Make a call. Oh, yeah, exactly. Do you have any do you magic tricks to get him in there? there? Huh? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I gotta do is make him an offer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's nine billion or your kneecaps. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> more than his kneecaps. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the great part of life. You have this great joy in your life, and most people, oh God, oh poor me, but you're not like that at all, which I think is fantastic.
3: Oh. Yeah, I and you know I'm. I grew up in the '70s, so I'm actually just running away from bad karma, trying to. You know, that's that's well, really what this is all about, yes, and I, I can I I see that might have happened in my life <laughs> as well. That.
2: One yeah. of the things when I, I just interviewed Steve Perry the other day, and we found out we have a lot in common. He said, "You, I really worked hard as a teenager and in my 20s to to succeed, and then I." added a couple of things in my life that might not have helped, and I said, yeah, so did I. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about.
6: I believe Does, we have Ivan on the phone. Well, Ivan's with us? Yes,
2: Ivan, he is. Ivan Obolensky? Yes, sir. What do you think of that? I, am I the first person that's ever pronounced your name correctly?
5: Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's your time. Uh,
2: you know, we were just... Uh, I, I just, uh, I happen to have a number of friends, I, I assume your name is, is it Russian or Polish?
5: It's Russian. It is Russian, yeah. So, yeah, you can always tell because it's a Y, it's Russian, and if it's an I, it's, it's Polish. It's Polish, that's exactly oh. right.
2: I just, yeah, Mike Bilski, my good, very good Polish friend, B-I-L-S-K-I, you're absolutely right. And Ivan, not many Not many Pollocks are named Ivan, are they?
5: No, I don't
2: think so either. <laughs> I love it. We have a bunch of people here that are going to want to uh, ask you a bunch of questions. Eye of the Moon is a gothic mystery of the finest order. Eyes Wide Shut meets Agatha Christie. Uh, you shouldn't bring up Agatha Christie in front of my wife, Ivan. She's a huge fan of Agatha Christie. So am I, actually. Um, well,
5: that's great. I'll make sure to send you the book.
2: <laughs> yeah, please do send me the book. We'd I'd love to read it. Johnny's legendary socialite aunt... Alice mysteriously died when she uh, while reading the Egyptian book. Ooh, I like the story already. She's reading the Egyptian book of the dead. I like that, Ivan. Yeah. So tell <laughs> us all glad. about it. So actually
5: it's it's got a basis in truth of all of all things. Oh, uh, it does? My grandmother died reading the Egyptian book of the dead and then uh, years later I was reading an article in in W magazine about her and that's said well she may have been murdered. And I went, whoa, that is real news for me. And um, I didn't know the story. was so fascinating. I just couldn't help but write it.
2: My grandmother threatened to murder me once, but that was a completely different story. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that. How did, how did it start? Is that when you, you did some research? Did, did you research the book first and then find out about your grandmother reading the Egyptian Book of the Dead? Or is that where it start? How did it all start?
5: Well, it started um, at a uh, at the Saint Regis, having lunch with um, I think with my father at the time, and he uh, he just it just came out that oh yeah she uh, we were talking about something and it went on to and I was a youngster, probably about ten or eleven, and he said, well she died reading the Egyptian book of the dead. Well, I I didn't quite know what to make of that, um, and that's how it started. And I went to we would go on vacation up there at uh, my father's place. Um, up in Rhinebeck and um, that was a very large house it was you know suitably spooky and had a lot of you know it was it it got interesting you know during the evenings and um yeah i just said this is the this is the grandest place we have to i have to at some point pass that on and 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 the story you know evolved from that
2: i saw that. see that's a wonderful thing so you kind of wrote from family history and kind of from your own brain correct well, that's pretty cool. Uh, when did you start writing the book?
5: About four years ago. It took me about three years to write it simply because that wasn't my primary occupation. Um, my wife is my boss. And, uh, she, Mine, too. She yeah. had me working yeah. on
2: her
1: things.
5: Thanks
2: for bringing that up, know. Ivan. She's sitting right here. Way to go, Ivan. <laughs> yeah,
5: that's how it is. And um, oh, you know, the work always took you know, precedence simply because you get paid for that. And um, you know, and I wrote it as, as between uh, you know I was doing uh, my wife has a translations company, so between projects um, I was I was writing and it went on and off on and off until I don't know maybe in the last year where I said you know I'm going to finish this thing, and um, and then I wrote it a bit more consistently and then uh, it came out in February.
2: Oh, you know what? I was just handed your book. You sent that yeah. really fast. Yeah, yeah. That I know, drone
0: just dropped it right off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God, you look just like you, you, you look like you could be Anderson Cooper's that's brother what I was Thinking,
5: yeah. No, I know that. <laughs> so many people tell me that. I, I so bet that's I, true I go, Ivan. Are you Anderson Cooper? And go, <laughs> no, 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 I'm
2: not. I love that. That's well, it's a compliment. Anderson Cooper is one of the nicest people I've ever talked to. He's a very nice man, indeed. You know, everybody's got their psychotic political views now in America, and I don't know what that's all about. But I, I I, just kind of push the politics aside and go, this person's nice or this person's nice or whatever. I don't care what their political party is. I tend to be a centrist, so you can look all as much like Anderson Cooper as you want because he's a very nice guy. You ever met him?
5: I never met him. I did. Um, I think I met his mom. Oh yeah. And uh, Alfred Vanderbilt, I did know. And uh, you know those. Yeah, I knew those people. <laughs> I did not meet Anderson Cooper. I wonder what. I'd age... love to actually. No, I yeah.
2: He, he seriously, he's a very nice guy. Real, you'd really enjoy him. And plus the fact to be like looking in a mirror anyway. You're a little more handsome <laughs> than he is, but you know. You know, Ah,
5: thank you. I'll take the compliment.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, it all works out in the end. So it it is, uh, it's interesting. So for for you, so you sit down, and you talk to your father, and then you start, well, you know what, I think I'm going to write a book. So it is fiction, but uh, some of it is based on reality, correct?
5: Oh, absolutely. Um, And again, you know, the weird part about it is the things that are in there that are somewhat unbelievable, our chances are are true. And the things that are sort of mundane um, those were things that were made up. Um, the whole plot was made up, and that was, I didn't even have an outline. All I knew was I had five days in Rhinebeck, New York, at a house party, and whatever was going to happen had to happen within those five days because, you know, once Sunday came around, everybody was leaving. So yeah. that's what happened.
2: Wonderful. I need to take just a two-minute break. You can stick with us, Ivan. Sure. And Rob and Chris and Lane, you can stick around, hopefully. We'll be here. Excellent. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver a little quiet that's some quiet that's some quiet piano right there there it goes That's actually Lane Christensen singing. It's not Aretha. Wow, you sound a lot like her.
0: <laughs>
2: sure did. I don't know. Ivan, if you know this or not, but Aretha Franklin passed away this morning at 8:50 Central Time.
5: Yes, I heard. That's really unfortunate. I loved her in the Blues Brothers. I'll tell you. That,
2: that. was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You better think. Everybody's favorite.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: oh, that was one of the best. Blues Brothers is great. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And, and somebody's pointed out, that hopefully to you, the the Queen of Soul died on the same day as. The King of Rock and Roll, Elvis. Elvis, yep. That's Elvis. That's, that's a, right. That's quite the uh, quite the coincidence. I'll tell you, the King and the Queen die on the same day, forty what, forty one years apart. Um, yep, unbelievable. Uh, we also have some guests in studio with us. Ivan, Rob Olson is here. Uh, Float for the Cure. has a couple of sons with cystic fibrosis. does a wonderful job. Did a great job when his oldest son was just ten months old. Uh, saved his life. What he did—it's a—it's a magnificent story as well. So we have, uh, actually, we have three great stories going on because Rob and Chris are here, you're with us, Ivan, and then Lane Christensen is here, and he just finished a book on Russian aristocracy. Is that what you were reading?
7: That's correct.
2: And I—I uh, I saw something in the paper last week about.
7: Uh, Russian are uh, embracing like the old uh, aristocracies and they're promoting it you know which pretty much wasn't allowed for a long time but right right the book I just finished was called The Gentleman in Moscow has anybody ever heard of it? Ivan you heard of wow. it?
5: No I haven't but you know what I'm noting it down I'll take a look at it I it's,
7: love it. It was just bought by Kenneth Branagh and he's doing a movie oh. about it yeah, he's, he's going to direct and act in it and it's the best book I've read in three years it's an aristocratic count who is arrested and imprisoned and house arrest in the Metropole Hotel in Moscow. Really? That's great.
2: Great book. Yeah. It's called what? A Gentleman in Moscow. A Gentleman in Moscow. Yep. Are you sure that's not about Steven Seagal? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Great to be here. They, now they've made him some kind of an envoy to the United States. Did you know that? What? He's a Russian envoy. Steven to Segal. The, Steven Seagal.
6: I what? think he's the ambassador. Oh, between... he can't be
2: the ambassador for the Russian ambassador.
7: I
6: think he's Steven Seagal.
5: <laughs> <No.
2: Ivan, laughs> he's going to go kick some butt at the embassy. Ivan, as a Russian, you got to take care of this, man. You can't have this Steven Seagal being uh, your, your ambassador. I know.
5: Oh, my gosh. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, he might do a lot of Aikido on the guy, and that might be interesting. Now yeah, that's true. Ivan, do you?
2: Uh, the book is called Eye of the Moon. Ivan Obolensky, O-B-O-L-E-N-S-K-Y is the last name, and I hope you know how to spell Ivan if you don't go back to school. <laughs> that would be really good. Um, finding out uh, about the, the fact that your you said your grandmother was reading the Egyptian Book of the Dead? Yeah, when she died. When she died. But (laughs) did did
5: you know that before you wrote the book? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, I did. uh, Most of it, as I said, was, um, you know, these are all tales. I mean, that was a very, as I said, there was a lot of ghost stories. We only got into that many years later. And when when I was growing up, uh, children were pretty much seen and not heard. But you know, we were very clever in that we were able to steer the conversations into the more wild things that happened. And every now and again little pearls would drop and we would we would put them together and eventually we came up with uh, with stories and we said, Whoa, this is like really mystical. But then Russia is a very mystical place. I mean they they, they love that stuff. I just
2: I just realized something, Ivan. We were talking about things that, uh, you know, you understand and things that you've done. Your grandfather was the Prince of New York.
5: Yes, he was. That's phenomenal. uh, The the Saint Regis really sort of uh, put that there because he and Vincent Astor, and of course, you know, Serge was a, he knew all about, you know, what, high life was um, you know he was entertained a lot of people so he knew a lot about hotels and uh, yeah he and Vincent Astor he put the uh, he did the Maxville Parish was taken out of the Knickerbocker and put on you know in the bar there and he redid the whole hotel into a, a much better one got and it. then uh, later he did that he did the Plaza with Conrad Hilton and then did the Sherry Netherlands
2: yeah honestly got some of the greatest hotels in New York wow. Magnificent. That's, I, should, I don't know why I didn't realize. Uh, and it, you pronounce it Serge, not Sergey?
5: I always call him Serge. I Serge mean, actually, great. I called him Grandpa, and he would always, I'd read him in there, and he would go, Yvonne,
4: how
2: long
4: are you? <laughs> 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 oh, so Do you go by Ivan or Ivan?
2: What's that? Do you go by Ivan or Ivan?
5: Um, I go by both. It, it depends. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You know, I answer to both, actually.
2: Okay, I'm going to call you Yvonne the Terrible. How about that?
5: The Terrible. Now, that's the interesting thing. Yvonne the Terrible almost wiped out our family.
2: You have a hell of a life going here, pal. You don't look that old. <laughs> what, that's, what an interesting life. I, I just want to read this quickly. Uh, Serge Obolensky was known as the Prince of New York, born a Russian prince in 1890. He married a Russian princess, escaped to England from the Bolsheviks with a price on his head, immigrated to the United States with his second wife, Alice Astor, an American. You might have heard that name before, the Astor name, you know. Uh, An American princess in 1924, reigned supreme at the St. Regis Hotel in Manhattan, worked for Vincent Astor, who asked him to help restore the Grand Hotel beyond its former glory. What a great story. you got all kinds of great stories, Ivan.
5: Oh yeah, I know. And you know what the funny part was living, you know, growing up with all of this, I mean, obviously there's the burden to succeed. Why well, <laughs> that's you know true. you read about all your ancestors and you go, What do you gotta show? <laughs>
2: you know, Ivan, is there a lot of pressure from that? I would imagine there are at least some.
5: Oh, there is a lot. And um growing up there it was that was probably the difference between an ordinary household and our household. I mean the expectations were extraordinary. And um, you have to be extraordinarily social adept as well. Um, I'm, I mean, I met, you know, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor in my bathroom. We would be paraded <laughs> out. What? What <laughs> were they doing in the bathroom? It, in, uh, you name it. I mean, they, they came over, and there I was. And I had to uh, go out and say goodnight, and I talked to Grace Kelly and, Princess R- and Prince Rainier and all. I mean, just a cast of characters. It was amazing. <laughs> and, um yeah, that's, uh, you had to be polite. You had to learn manners. You had to know table manners. Otherwise, you were sent off to the uh, children's table, and that was not really a nice thing. Hey, listen, I've talked to some much. people from Gilligan's Island, so, you know. <laughs> <Yeah. Is that laughs> all, I, all I can say is the food at the big table was a lot better than the one you get at the mm. small table. Oh, I suppose that is true. Mm. So, yeah. I, I, I,
2: what age were you when you realized you're living this very special life? Did, was that early,
5: early on in life, or at what age did you understand it? Um, I think it was about seven or eight, maybe. Um, when you know, because I was driven to school by a chauffeur, and you know, I noticed that nobody else had chauffeurs. Right, that was that to do it right there.
2: Yeah, I suppose in New York, other kids should have had uh, chauffeurs, but they didn't. And there you are. Did, did the other children bother
5: you about that? Only once um, I had somebody do that. And I was, I think I was maybe 12 when I just got punched. Um, and then, you know, the kid said, well, you know, where's your chauffeur and everything like that? And all your money oh, and stuff God. like that. And it just came out of the blue. And I wow. was like, uh, but, you know, I, I sat up through my classes. Um, you know, just absolutely brooding. And I figured there was only one thing to do, and that was to attack without reason. So I found the guy and, you know, pounded it. We got into a huge scrap and, you know, teachers flying and, you know, separating us and stuff like that. I felt pretty good about that, but um, it, was, it was an interesting point because you know, there is sort of a, you can have prejudice, you know, with no yep, yep. reason for that, and um, you have to deal with that. And that was also part of it.
2: I would imagine that's true. And that kid was never seen again, by the way.
5: No, that's not true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's not
5: true but at they all. They found him in a dumpster behind the school a long time later. No, um, actually, he didn't. I, don't, I have no idea what ever happened. He
2: goes, no, actually, he didn't. Okay, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. You're writing a book. You've written a book. It took you four years to write a book. But you're the grandson of the Prince of New York. You feeling that pressure now, too?
5: Oh, absolutely. I have to come up with a legacy. And that, I think, you know, when you talk about the 1%, that's one of the things that, you know, the 1% is different from normal people. If they don't look at accumulating wealth. They look at um, establishing a legacy, whether yeah, that's through yeah. foundations, museums, whatever. And um, so I have to write. I'm, I'm going to write and write and write and write. I think it's a
2: wonderful thing. Ivan Obolensky. the book is called Eye of the Moon. You're a terrific, you know, you're a very comfortable guy to interview. You, you, you know, you, you just kind of lay back and you do the interview and you find out all these interesting things and nothing surprises you. You do a hell of an interview, Ivan.
5: Well, thank you. Um, you well, you make it very comfortable for me to be here, so that's, that's something important.
2: Well, now you've got to come back then. Oh, I'd love it. Absolutely. Ivan, thank you so much today. Eye of the Moon is available everywhere.
5: Um, actually, pretty much on Amazon. Amazon is well, the place true. that's not in bookstores <laughs> as much as I would love to do that. But uh, Amazon works for me. They There aren't very
2: many bookstores left, unfortunately. I, mean, I love bookstores and libraries, and there are not many bookstores left, unfortunately. It's too bad. Yeah, it is very true. Yes. Ivan, exactly. I can't wait till the next time. Next time when you're on, I'm just going to call you I.O., okay? Yes. Totally it's, cool. It's very difficult for a guy as wealthy as you to be, your initials to be I O, because you don't.
5: <laughs> <laughs> never look at it that way. <laughs> very
2: good. Thank you, Ivan. We'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Right in the middle of the interview, I realize his grandfather's the Prince of New York. Everybody who's ever lived in New York knows about the Prince of New York. I don't. Who this guy, yeah. he's a Russian I don't actual, either. He was an actual Russian prince, you know, had to escape. He would have been killed if he stayed in Russia. Yeah, the Bolsheviks liked killing. Yeah, Bolsheviks loved killing people. (laughs) So he he escapes to England first, and he ends up uh, with one of the Astors. Now, John Astor was on the Titanic, right? Yes. Uh Yeah, he was the one that was on the Titanic. So he marries an Astor, he comes to New York, and he takes over uh, the whole shoot-and-match The far as a hotel. All those great hotels. They're old now. The hotels are very old now. Saint Regis, uh, Sherry Netherlands, uh, maybe they've done. I i shouldn't really say that because you know the last time I stayed at the Sherry Netherlands is probably 30 years ago, so maybe they've you know. Was he a Russian mobster, or just a kind of a hotel? Uh, well, he was like Russian that. royalty, so that's all you needed. Uh, <laughs> he had some. <laughs> do no, right me. He <laughs> got a lot of money, but no, he does. He's very relaxed. You ever notice people with? Hundreds of millions of dollars are, tend to be pretty relaxed Other than Donald Trump Yeah, He's the only one that's not relaxed But I, I have to ask you guys a question about this, And I'm talking about all these Six other people in the room I get the distinct impression That Donald Trump never thought he was going to get elected Didn't want to be president But now that he is He's going to poke the bear as much as he possibly can And then in two years go See ya He said he's going to yeah. rerun again what? I know. He's going to run again. he it. did?
7: Yeah. I'm not win. buying it. He'll uh, run again. I've heard that a couple of times. Really? Yeah, I, I can't believe that he would come close to winning, but I
6: don't know. He'll run again just to prove that he can. Yeah. Uh,
7: you think I, so? My prediction is that he's going to be impeached before his term is over. You He'll think that He'll do that'll something happen? so bad that
6: uh, like, that I don't... would have
0: all come out. Yeah, before he's, gonna, he's people
6: He's again sh- dig it he so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't doubt that he would win again. He'll win again. You
4: think he'll he'll win again? Oh, he'll win again. Really? People look out there and support him, yeah. I I don't see that at all. It
6: depends on who the Democrats pick. If,
4: if they don't pick, well, that's like, true.
6: an Depends evil witch, Facebook then Facebook pages win. you look at. Yeah, exactly.
4: But, yeah, that's true. I look at the Russian one. <laughs> yeah, the, Russians, the, the Obolensky Facebook page. Yeah, that's page what I look at.
3: Wonderful. I think that he got elected similar to the situation where Jesse Ventura got elected. I think you're 100% Where people right. that don't usually vote came out and mm. voted. Yeah. 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 He's saying a lot of things that a lot of people want to say. <laughs> that's true. But they don't, and that's what happened with Jesse. I don't really they both believe have it. in
7: common? They both... Uh, Thin skinned and can't take any criticism. That's
3: true. Yeah.
2: yeah well. He's not good at taking criticism. That is for sure Even if I don't like your tie. Oh, well, I'm gonna have you deported. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, down was that was
4: up. a good impression. I like that. I, <laughs> I haven't even worked on it yet. That I gonna start working on it
2: Yeah, <laughs> Most I, I, people I when they do it kind of overdo this part yeah. of it. They kind of do this big, lips, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the big lip thing
0: I do not like him and I did not vote for him but I get mad when people give the american people so little credit thinking that the only reason why he got elected was because of racism
2: i know that is not the only reason i mean
0: i I, i've talked to a lot of people that did support him and it was all about not having legacy politicians for them it was all about not having another you know Dynasty in there. Yeah. It was about a lot of yeah. different things. It wasn't about racism, and that irritates me when people say that's the only they reason why you got it. Because I don't think the American population. I mean, sure, there are races, racists running around, absolutely,
1: but I don't think that that's the reason. Well, why yeah, got Americans it. It are just, tired of the status quo that we've been
0: dealing yeah, with yeah. exactly you know, what twenty years? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'd give us a little bit more credit just as a people. I think. Mm-hmm.
6: Andy, three hundred sixty million people live in America. About that. I think. Well, wait. I think that might be high. Three hundred sixty million. Uh, three hundred sixty-nine. Three twenty-five. Well, yeah. yeah, but they, they say they do say about
2: thirty-five million people don't like undocumented. Either undocumented or they they're from an African country and they won't take part in a census. Because they believe it somehow
4: jinxes See, them or whatever. So I don't get that. They're undocumented. How do they know how many there are?
2: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why 35 <laughs> no. million people don't even appear. Yeah. They don't even, there are about actually 360 million people in America. But 325 is a
4: Christian. Am I documented? <laughs>
6: oh my wow, God. That was
7: He's a D. I, I, can't, I can't talk about
2: that. <laughs> Hear that. What <laughs> in I heard. Don't ask say is, my real name. <laughs> they're going to disappear now. Yeah. I was going to say, you, you, you're not related to Jennifer Lopez, are you? <laughs> George She's like my, George is like my <laughs> second know. cousin or something like that. You're making it up as you go along. No. Yeah. Is she really?
4: Yeah. She's got a lot of talent, man.
2: You better be good. You better be I a know. good magician, man. I I'll know. Tell that, you that.
4: I checked it out because I'm like, okay, second cousin, that's legal. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> so you're good to go, Chris we good to go. This <laughs> is good to go,
4: not a problem. We will take a break and be right
2: back in a couple minutes. You guys can stay for another hour. Sure. Or, yeah. or, sure thing. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, we we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. <sighs>